Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Are your money back? Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Here we are recording on November 15th uh, in the middle of November. Thanksgiving on the horizon, a big Formula One weekend on the horizon. Counter Daily fighting through totally weird, wild, wacky scheduling out there on the West Coast. Uh, being on West Coast time, we'll hear more about that. I'm Joey Molinero, of course, producer Ben Walton. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, another off-season edition of Speed Street. We got plenty. We got plenty to talk about. We got moves happening in IndyCar, moves happening in the NASCAR world, a video game situation that just continues to baffle. Um, and of course, we'll hear all about Connor's um, time in Vegas so far and what's to come this weekend. Uh, but of course, we can't go anywhere to talk about that without said man himself, Connor Daly, who is sitting in a Vegas hotel right now off of like three hours of sleep. How are we feeling, guy? <laughs> Yeah, man, it's um, it, it's definitely an interesting schedule here. Feeling good though. Wish wish I had my mic and my headphones and all the good things for proper sound and all that stuff. But here we are. We're doing it. We're making our best effort. Um, hopefully the internet's good enough to do a podcast as well. We shall see. Um, but yeah, man, honestly, very wild scene. You know, coming right in right in hot here on Monday night. I mean, it's a full... I'm here for eight nights in Vegas, which is absurd uh, because I stay a little bit after as well for some uh, for some Bitnile uh, activities with Todd Alton and, and the folks there. So, um, yeah, pretty crazy. A lot going on, though, as you mentioned. Um, you know, glad to see, sort of glad to see the IndyCar video game situation at least make a move somewhere. That's been a debacle. Yeah. Uh, Graham Rahal is a is a signed racing driver again, which I think we all assumed would happen. Um, but yeah, a couple couple good things to talk about, and kind of want to let you guys in on uh, and let everyone in on, I guess the the details of the track. I did a lap of the track last night, so I think I was the first driver to drive a, a car around the track. Uh, it was it was still being heavily heavily worked on, but drove a Chevy Tahoe around. A couple of the F one guys were doing track walks, but um, pretty wild. Uh, wild scene out here and and i i feel like this is ground level reporting that we can we can get our get to our folks that 
Uh, honestly, some some people that I've I've seen on the Twitter sphere are coming to the race. So Speed Street fans are going to be here. People are. Cool. I did bring stickers with me. Uh, so hopefully, if I see people, I'll bring some uh, around and and maybe be able to hand some out. Very nice. Yeah, that's literally boots on the ground, uh, wheels on the ground reporting. Uh, so let's start there. Uh, we're seeing all over Twitter. Uh, Formula One has taken over Las Vegas. Um, what 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 were your thoughts? I mean, because I know that we've seen the updates for a long time um, about where it's going to be, how it's going to look, the old mock-ups of what they want it to look like. Uh, where does it stand right now on Wednesday with the race just a handful of days away? Yeah, I mean, honestly, as soon as we get in, um, you know, we I say we, I always say that as a team, but I got in Monday night because Tuesday morning, or, uh, you know, 8 a.m., we had a our, our first meeting and and we went over to walk towards the the track and just check out the facilities check out where we're going uh you know the the commentary booth you know i'll be commentating for the track tv so basically anything that you see on the big screens right like we have a great team at ims doing that you know with uh with alan bestwick dave calabro those guys um so you know we're, we're gonna be that uh that broadcast but it's still that's like there's actually uh, there's a lot to that you know we we're going to be i'm going to be reporting in the pits at times as well uh you know doing some different stuff here and there uh, and we obviously have multiple teams too there's a there's a team of of people that are doing stuff with fans like over in the by the sphere there's like a whole part of the track by the sphere like the big las vegas sphere um and then also another team in another area of the of the uh, track as well the track is massive 3.8 miles like it, it is after driving it last night, um, just enormous. But but coming in to the just just starting off, right? Coming into the airport, F one is everywhere. Every every ad is there's a Michelob Ultra ad with Alex Albon and Logan Sargent uh, on every door. There's a Lewis Hamilton ad everywhere. There's there's race helmets in the you know in the baggage claim. Uh, it is it, I mean it is heavily milked. F one has heavily milked this whole program. Um, you know, talking to the taxi driver on the way in, he's like, oh yeah, the, the traffic's been terrible. And, and, and it, and it was like, even when I got in late at night, like 8 30 PM, 9 PM, um, you know, the whole Las Vegas Boulevard is essentially under construction and there's a lot of adjustments that are being made. There's, there's, uh, you know, to, to, to see it as well. When you, when you get onto Las Vegas Boulevard and you see what has been done, the light gantries over every single part of the track to light every bit of the track. Yeah. Um, the way the, the the walls have been set up already, you know, very similar to like, obviously IndyCar has great street races. So we, we've seen that done before, but it is a, a truly impressive facility that they have built. Like it, it is astounding. When you walk basically right out of your hotel casino and you see this giant racetrack building, They've got this huge, like, you know, four-story thing that's right where the pit lane is. And all these all these things that have been constructed for people to watch. I mean, there, there's a, the Red Bull area. I mean, it all looks like the most expensive thing I've ever seen. And 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 for a racetrack in general, I, I mean, I don't even think I see the same stuff at Coda. Like, Coda, you know, if you go to Coda for the Formula 1 race, they have a ton of stuff set up. You know, a lot of suites and everything. But this this stuff is there might be just it's smaller. There's not going to be as many people as Coda, but like some of the structures that they have literally put into the city of Las Vegas is astounding. It's it's almost like mind numbing. Well, 
which is yeah, crazy. So, so we're not looking Firefest. So you you are you're proven wrong. No. Very good. Nice. Well, I I I, I so here's the thing. Did a lap of the track last night. It, last night was the first night that they uh, shut down, like officially shut down Las Vegas Boulevard, officially shut down the streets so they could kind of finish the work. And there are people also, I also was, uh, it, we were out on Monday night, got in, uh, went out to celebrate Lando Norris's birthday. Lando Norris shot me an invite oh, to his birthday, which I was very excited, very cool. It was a gr- very nice of him to do that. But obviously we had a late evening. Uh, you know, I was going, coming back to the hotel about three thirty in the morning. Everyone's still working on the track. Like the track is full of like people running around the road, stuff going on, construction just happening constantly. Um, and and so it was the same last night. You know, last night again at the track, two a.m. call to get to get in the car and and film a segment for uh, you know for evaluating the track. And there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people putting walls in place, putting putting things up here and there, making sure everything, you know, the, the they got track cleaners running all over the place. Like it is I mean, they're gonna be working every hour up until, you know, the 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 first practice. I really do think that. And talking to some of the folks, they do I mean, when you when you inject money into anything, you can always make it work, it seems like. But it, it it's amazing it's amazing to see that that this was essentially just I mean this was Las Vegas right but Las mm-hmm. Vegas has been like almost permanently altered but it, it's it's just amazing to see that there is a Formula One circuit of of the quality that it is like driving the track it's a real racetrack and it is I mean it is high quality you know the curbs the the surface um it, it's it's not you know there's not a ton of character to it it's it's a lot of long straights they're going to be flying like the speed is going to be so high and the straights last forever so there's there there has a potential to be a lot of passing a lot of overtaking which which could be great for racing um but still a lot of work they're, they're going to be working on that thing till the very last second i i have a feeling because there's just small things right like you end up having to move, you know, tiny things here and there, uh, small adjustments, get everything cleaned up. You know, all the all the craziness that has gone on. They're moving forklifts every fifty feet. You know what I mean? They're putting in all kinds of you know giant walls in place. They had a forklift breakdown. Well, that limits a bunch of things. You know, we got to got to replace a forklift, right? So uh-huh. it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, that uh, sounds like they maybe listen to the pod and they're ensuring everything they can to make sure that they don't end up uh, like Billy McFarland and the Firefest. Yeah, it'd so, be good. I now, will they, say they don't do parade laps, right? Or no? Well, in in what sense? Well, just because I was thinking, if you're on the in track feed, I would love for you to to give a little uh, homage to Dave Calabro. You know, channel your your best Dave, and when they're coming around, all right, Vegas fans, give them a wave. Who are you cheering yeah. for? You know, maybe give out a cut. I mean, I, you know? I might. <laughs> I, I think we have the ability to do that. Right before the start of the race, they obviously leave the grid. They got the warm-up lap, formation lap, and then they yeah, pull the, up the, to- yeah, do that, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think I should do a very old school American call out. Uh, that would be that would be quite funny. It's yeah. um, I did predict that this race would be fire festival. Now. I, I do very fire festival esque. I fully admit that, and it's not over yet. So I I, I don't know, but I, but I I will definitely. I've been treated very well. 
Uh, there's a lot of great people now that I've seen, you know, working on this track. Um, there's even uh, Bill Van De Zandt, who uh, worked at IndyCar for so many years. He's here, got to see him last night. He's obviously helping put this together. He works with Formula One now, uh, and he's a great guy. Um, Colin Hale, who was the team manager at Carlin when I qualified on pole, I think I mentioned that um, earlier, but he's he's heavily involved in, in in working with this event, and they're working nonstop. So I, I gotta I gotta give them a lot of credit. Um, it's it looks insane, dude. There's a there's a casino and a wedding chapel in the paddock, like in the racing paddock. The MGM has set up a, like a an all see through semi permanent structure that has a roulette table in it, like red carpet floor, uh, a, a blackjack table, a bar, and a and a wedding chapel. It, it, I mean, it's I've never seen anything like that before in my life. It, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, you can't be in Vegas and not have those things. You know, it's funny seeing this like foreign kind of intake, like we're like playing to the foreigners. You know, it's like if you had something in Texas, like the only thing that would be there would just be like cowboys and uh, you know old saloons. And if you had one, oh, yeah. it would be like corn cobs and basketball goals and whatnot. They're just fully going in and like, oh yes. World travelers, everything that you've read and heard about Las Vegas is true. It's only the gambling and love chapels to come get married to somebody you just had a one night stand with. And everything is LED lit. Like, so it's, it's all, yeah, everything's yeah. an LED light. Everything is, uh, you know, we, it, it's the, the funny part too, is there's some concession stands up there, right? There's like, like, oh yeah. Hey fans, like, let's go. You know, get our hot dogs and and uh, our our um, you right. know po- uh, pork sandwiches, whatever whatever we want. You know what I mean? What are those running you like forty six dollars a pop? Well, I didn't see prices, but like <laughs> this is the the concession stands are like this is Wolfgang Puck food. You know what I mean? Like this is there's a there's a prime rib grilled cheese and like oh, yeah. very executive <laughs> uh, food items that I looked and I was like, huh, that's uh that's not yeah, necessarily no. just like a you know a uh, uh, chicken tender basket, yeah. No chicken tender. It's it's all. Something's got a. Everything's got a very elegant twist to it. So, gonna be gonna be wild to see. Opening ceremonies are tonight. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what happens uh, during those, but I'm sure there will be. There seems to be a concert for every session every night. Um, the the Vegas Sphere too. By the way, it it is everything everyone talks it up to be. I was like I was doing the track lap. I'm driving in the car. And there's a whole sphere section where the cars are literally right next to the sphere. And I look yeah. up at it and I'm like, holy crap. Like, I didn't even, like, we're really right here in the sphere. And it is, it what is. What was it up as? Yeah, they, all Formula One stuff now. Yeah. So it's like a Formula One logo, Aston Martin, like teams, you know, team logo, stuff like that, Pirelli. Um, sure. But yeah, man, it, it's it's everything that it's, that it's cracked up to be. It's everything that it's talked about to be. Um, and yeah, there was... So, so I, I will give, I will give it, I will give it credit so far. It, it definitely, I know there's been a lot of controversy about it. People are hating the traffic. Again, I don't have to leave my hotel, so I, I don't have to deal with the traffic. Thank God. Um, but you know, I, maybe I might, I might go on an adventure today to try to find, you know, try to go shopping, do something because I don't really do much during the day today. Um, but, uh, but yeah, pretty wild. Say, do, you, do you have to be at opening ceremonies? What do you have to wear? I don't know. Tonight's our rehearsal. Our rehearsal is basically right, right, um, right as opening ceremonies goes on. So uh, just, just fairly, just fairly relaxed tonight. Still, just gonna try to get a feel for the system, see what's going on. 
um, and really just see what's happening. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Have you had any insight, uh, you know, being somebody who's going to be one of the voices of the track while it's going on there, have you had any insight or peeks at like a list of the celebrities that are going to be there on the, the race night morning? Funny you ask. Yes, we we did get a full list of the official celebrities uh, coming to the race uh, for, for partners. Uh, for basically, these are all the folks that are officially tied to companies, right? So, um, you know, Alpine Formula One team is going to have these folks. You know, Williams Formula One is going to have these folks. The promoter is going to have these folks. The track is F1 is going to have these folks. Um, official sponsor guests. You know what I mean? Uh, LeBron James, Tom Brady, uh, Rihanna. Uh, I mean, we're, we're it's it's big names. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, these are these are folks that are not not. It worked small out names. for LeBron to be able to be there in season. That's pretty wild. Apparently, LeBron is going to be there. Yeah. So but- I I don't know. What's going to happen? But uh, there, I, I could keep going. Uh, Sean White, Nina Dobrev, uh, Killian Murphy. Killian uh, Murphy, really? Yeah, yeah. So it's nope. it's going to be cool. There weren't any people that I was like really like, oh wow, I like I, I like. I mean, I know all of those people, right? Like that would be sweet. Yeah. Um, but there's also like, who else is going to show up? You know what I mean? Like the driver guests. Like who are the drivers going to invite? People like that. It, it should be. <laughs> It should be pretty cool to see. There's definitely a uh, an impressive lineup of musicians as well that are that are going to be performing. Um, so they've got it stacked up. They've got it stacked up. Well, that's awesome, man. It sounds like a whole hell of a lot of fun. Uh, I'm glad I'm not there, but I'm also sad <laughs> that I'm missing it. It's a, it's a little bit of both. Like because it seems like a lot. It seems like a headache because I'd be one of the folks who would have to deal with traffic, who would have to, you know what I mean. But at the yeah. same time, it would be sweet to. Be a part of it, see it, love doing that. So that's exciting. Well, it's great, it's great as well because because old James Hinchcliffe and and Will Buxton, friend of the show, you know, they're, we're all in the same hotel, thankfully, so we get to at least hang out and be able to interact. And so that's that's always a good time as well when you're nearby the homies. Oh, Jimmy Hinch, yeah, that's Jimmy. great. Yeah, um, that's good. That's good. Um, all right, well, that's the the happenings in the Formula One world and the rundown there from CD. Uh, I'm sure, obviously, follow him on all socials. You'll be posting Instagram stories and tweets, and I'm sure of you know what you're doing, the whole scene out there. This is also, yeah, I I will be uh, trying to keep people in, updated on on the Instagrams, the TikToks, the Twitter. Um, you know, just yeah, going to be like an F1 influencer this weekend. Just going to hey, try man. to. Be- my best F1 influencer. And fun fact, this is a this is almost like a random Indy 500 driver fact. Um but the last Formula 1 race in Las Vegas, the last F1 street race uh was 1982. Well, uh and 1982 the last the physically the last point scorer to to leave with a point, which points in Formula 1 back then were first place to sixth place, only six positions scored points. So the sixth place finisher, the last point scorer in Las Vegas Formula One, was my dad, Derek Daly. So oh, kind nice. of kind of cool to kind of cool to have a bit of history at this uh, at this event. He was driving for Williams, 
Uh, so Williams, I, I definitely plan on going by and saying, Hey, you guys got any cool pictures like you can send me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dad's been tweeting it up too. He's definitely been, been trying to get, uh, get that going, but, uh, pretty cool little tie to the, to the formula one race. However many years, 40, 50, hundred million years later. Um, you know, now I'm here working it. So it's kind of cool. Love that. Yeah. Very cool. Old tidbit there. Awesome. Um, good deal. Well, uh, yeah, that's the Formula One world. There were happenings in other motorsports avenues um, uh, since we talked last. Uh, one of them being uh, Graham Rahal in the IndyCar series. Uh, news came out that he is back. He is going to be racing again um, for uh, Rahal Letterman Lanigan in the 15 ride, um, as you said, kind of expected. But at the same time, you know, when the struggles were happening early in the year last year, uh, and even towards the end, I feel like there was a few that was yeah. like, "Hey, hey, Graham's he he's not old, but he's not young anymore, you know, if you will." And 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 he's such a businessman. We talk about it a lot on this show how he's very rich and and, and very business oriented. So, hey, you know, is it time to go into ownership? Is it time to kind of pivot there for for GR? And then uh, lo and behold, he is back and will be racing again in 2024, as we're accustomed to which I think is good for the series, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it was, it was, um, yeah, that, no question that Graham was going to be back. Uh, no question that he was going to, um, you know, be a part of his, uh, the family race team again. Uh, and honestly, he, it, it's not, it's not any question of whether he deserves to be there or not because he was doing great. You know what I mean? The guys on pole, yeah. uh, you know, finishing on the podiums or races, having great runs. So they, they figured it out. Um, I think that team is going to be much stronger next year. I, I have to believe that because of their, uh, you know, their improvement through the season and and after being a part of, of that operation and seeing how they work internally. So um, I think they've also added some employees. They've, they've had some people go, but they've had some uh, acquisitions of, of new folk on the engineering side. Um, and uh, yeah, good for Graham. Love to see that officially kind of all locked in. Uh, and, and, and we know that he's gonna, you know, he's gonna be around, he's gonna be around for, you know, for a while longer, which is great for the fan base. Great for us. Um, and, uh, yeah, good, good, good for the team. Yeah. He, uh, I wanted to bring back that steak and shake uh, steak and shake's kind of dying, oh, but great car. The, the, yeah. the, the steak and shake, uh, car and the, and the fire suit that he had, I saw a bunch of those pictures circling around, uh, when the announcement was made and man, yes, yeah. all time stuff right there. That was um, a that was a good car, <laughs> right? Right, yeah. One one that he and now I'm in. hungry. Honestly, I'm starving now that you mentioned that. It's I had I had I got to eat. <laughs> oh, bro, which I didn't even the only thing I got to tell you guys when for my ventures out in California a few weeks ago, I finally had In and Out Burger. Oh wow! But, okay, for the first that, time, yeah. first time, first time, finally had it. I could do the burger was good. Could do without the fries. Okay. Yep. That's it. I agree. Yep. I, I felt as though the service and kind of the atmosphere was good. I was, I liked how everybody's in the uniform. It kind of had that like 50s, 60s, like, Hey, we're hustling, bustling here. I like that. Vibes were good. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, burger was good. Fries didn't care for, uh, certainly not dying to go back, but, uh, you know, could smash a burger or two from there. If if it's around, that's gonna milkshake. The dog in a milkshake. Yeah, they're they're good. They're very basic, yeah. but I would recommend to kind of bring the whole experience together. It makes the fries better too, because I I personally dip the fries in the milkshake. Okay. Yeah, so that helps it well, up okay. it a little bit for me. 
See, I did yeah, you get the fries? Did you get the fries animal style, or did you get them with any cheese or any things on them? No, I just wanted to straight up fries and ketchup. Get a judgment yeah. based on that. Um, you know, well, I mean, if you if you want to be a real degenerate, it's it's fries animal style, which I have done before, and I think that does improve them because it obviously adds unhealthiness to them. So yes. you know, once yes. you dump a bunch of cheese and stuff on fries. You know they they can usually improve uh, in in ways, but you know what you had to go raw and then check it out. I had my son with me. It was just you know the cheese and the stuff that had just been a mess, so I didn't do that. Wanted to judge them on their their merit alone. Just okay, you know this whole idea debate about like In and Out or Whataburger or whatever. I'm like, hey, you keep both of those. I'll take Culver's, and you guys just stay my over man. there. Yeah, I mean it's mm. just. To me, honestly, there's no debate there. You got crinkle fries that are delicious. The burgers are pressed <laughs> and very, very good. So, anyways, that's off-season speed street talk right there. Now Connor's even I, I more. I mean, I love it. I'm hungry. We, yeah, he's even more hungry now that we talked about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we got. Uh, Guy Fieri has a restaurant in our hotel here. I, we uh, Guy Fieri's got a lot of wildness on that menu, oh, and, and I, apparently yeah. they serve breakfast and lunch, so... Maybe I might go down to Guy Fieri's spot and see what's going on. I don't know. Where, but it, it's... He seems like a guy who would be uh, on the guest list for a Vegas Formula One event. I mean, right? yes, but I haven't seen him yet, so we'll so we'll see. Yeah. Maybe he's more of a NASCAR guy. I don't know. He, he also seems like he could be more of a NASCAR guy. I did meet Guy Fieri once at the NBA All-Star Game in Toronto. Very nice fellow. Very nice That's fellow. Awesome. That's yes. good. Good. <laughs> um, other news, another friend of the show... Uh, Frankie Muniz uh, was announced earlier this week that he's going to be. That's hopping. a rumor, though. I don't think that was an official announcement. There was really? not that. Yeah, that that was just a, that was a rumor page that you sent through, I think. But that is the that is the rumor. I don't want to say anything, we don't want to say anything that's not true. Let me let me go back up here. What did I send? I thought this was straight. Oh, NASCAR. Rep- Wait. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's very much NASCAR a rumor report. page. News, I think. Frankie- Frankie Muniz is said to be heading to RSS Racing for the 2024 Xfinity Series season. Front stretch reports. I don't. Yeah, know. That, it's a rumored to be. It's said to be. So that's that's not an official official announcement. But I, I know for a fact that that uh, that Frankie has been looking towards the uh, the Xfinity Series. So that'd be good for him. I, I do hope that works out. I mean, I think that'd be a big step forward. Uh, gets him out of Arca, which is, uh, I mean, that's a, that's been a crazy series. So that would yeah. be good if that all happened. You know, the Ryan Sieg racing team, Ryan Sieg is always kind of in the top ten at places. So that that would be a, not the best team, but a good team. So if that happens, then hey, there you go. But again, uh, uh, we, we just we just see rumors, but we we like to talk about those too. Rumors and reports. Ben, you I don't get anyone in trouble. You scrolling <laughs> over there. You got anything? Yeah, I was just going to say those for front stretch, which they uh, typically can slide in some rumors and stuff. They're pretty, they're decently reliable, but you don't, you don't know until it's officially announced. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Until we see it come from the Frankie's, the Frankie channels, yep. it must only remain as a uh, speculation. <laughs> Fair I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that'd be fun. Like you said, I feel like uh, certainly like a casual viewer, Arkana is kind of like, what is that? Is that the hospital that the crazy people go to in Batman? <laughs> or, what, <laughs> what is and then you go to Xfinity, and it's like, oh, okay, I, I watched that. It's good. Yeah. So that would be that would be nice. Um, <laughs> that, would, that would be really good. Now, we got to figure out, because it's been snip, snap, snip, snap, back and forth. 
with the damn IndyCar video game. Connor, do you well, have any yeah. inside scoop? Can you help us figure this out? I mean, Jesus Christ, what is going on? Oh, yeah, it's um, I don't think there's any other word for it other than it's a mess. Uh, and it's it's a real shame uh, because, I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't know enough about all of the details to really comment on it, but I hate that it's gotten to where it's got, because honestly now, you know, the funny, the, the not the funny, but sad part about it is, is we were all going to be in a video game and now like, I'm not going to be an IndyCar full-time next year. So I'm not going to be in a video game if they do another one. You know what I mean? So it, it's kind of a, a bit of a updated shame. though. Like when you run the 500 or whatever, like, well, yeah, I mean, if, you know, we're in there. Yeah, like maybe they'll they'll put in the 500 entries as like a bonus downloadable content. Maybe who knows? But but I also don't I don't know what what this means. Like I don't know if you know you have to you have to make a video game like you really do. But like I also don't know why you know we we have there has to be a better relationship with iRacing. Clearly, everyone thinks that. Um, so you know I, I do hope that people just put on their thinking caps. We figure this out. And, and I, I wish we didn't get into the situation that we got it into. Uh, there was a lot of content made. Like, there was a lot of good stuff made for this game. Like, I, I don't think we can't just fully discredit all the work that was done because there were many, many hours, many, many things, you know, resources put into this game. And it wasn't nothing. Like, we, we did see really cool screenshots of things. Um you know, there was a lot of work done, so I want to make sure that those people get their credit because they put a ton of hours into it. But the whole business of it, the whole, I guess, the company of itself, Motorsport Games, again, I don't know enough about it. I don't want to throw anyone there under the bus because I've met people from Motorsport Games before. They were great people. And again, there were a ton of people that were putting hours of their lives into it. And we appreciate that because we need an IndyCar video game. But clearly there was something wrong, uh, you know, from the start, really. Um and and you hate to see it. I hate to see it for us. It's it's it seems if you're if you're a longtime follower of IndyCar, this does seem like a very IndyCar thing to happen. Uh, so right. hopefully we can finally get rid of all those things, uh, all these silly things that that happen to the IndyCar series, uh, and we can get back to some 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 great stuff. Um, but at least we do have a path forward now that the IndyCar does own the license again. They've they've kind of terminated the agreement with uh, with Motorsport Games which I essentially think that means that motorsport games no longer exists because I, I think they dumped everything else out. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what else they do, honestly. I know that they had, they, they no longer, is Ben, was that right? They don't have anything going on with NASCAR anymore either? Like they that they they gave that license away as well? Yes, Iris has like the full uh, license for that. I don't remember them yeah. doing much. I think they did like the smaller NASCAR video game app stuff yeah. too, the kind of like little more arcadey stuff, but I think they're completely gone. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know what? I, I'm I'm glad to at least figure something out because I mean it's been years of just, oh yeah, we're gonna have a game, and so we, we got to give some to the fans. You know, I mean we got to we got to. I know I've been trying to. I, I've had people reaching out to me, um, you know, trying to help and make it happen. Uh, so there's definitely there's no there's no sense of there's well there's no lack of urgency for trying to make this happen, but it does yeah. take time. The business has to be right. Then the the numbers have to be right. Everything. Everything takes money too, so <laughs> got to figure that out. Yeah, but I, everyone, it, I, it's it, this does suck. There's there's no question about. We got to have a video game. We just have to have it. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it time and time again, and I've said time and time again. You know, like 
how did I figure out the rules of soccer and actually want to be able to watch soccer somewhat? I started playing FIFA. Yeah, exactly. How many fans are you missing out on for being like, oh, this sick video game where cars go fast? Oh, this is a real thing. Oh, I want like you. You just you you're missing the boat. It's got to happen. It's just got to happen. We haven't addressed it really too much. And the news that came out this week, it's just like banging your head against a freaking wall, man. But <laughs> uh, you're right. I mean, sometimes I'm sure those folks who were taking the 3D pixelated, uh, you know, shots of you guys and that thing two years ago i'm sure they're all doing the work that they're supposed to do and we we appreciate them for that and commend them for that but it's never usually those people right like if if there's a problem problem with a team if there's a problem with a a a a company it it starts it's really at the upper management level and and the folks that are doing the work usually are 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 just sad victims of of the process i've i've certainly been involved in in a in a program like you know, that struggle with those things before as well. So I, I get it. Yeah. No, it's uh it's unfortunate, but uh this is a motorsport IndyCar podcast, and so we have to touch on the happenings, both good and bad, of that world. So this episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the twenty fourteen Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Absolutely. Um, all right. You want to hop into weekend podium here? Yeah, for sure. We can get into it. Um, we, we've got to have a podium, and it's exciting because there is another motor race going on this weekend where we will see a podium, a podium that apparently is going to be absolutely absurd. Uh, it, giant celebration in front of the Bellagio, so it's going to be crazy. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll get into it if you want. Let's do it. Cue the exciting podium music, but then you do a very good good job with that. Here we go. Um, E3 on the list for me. This is going to be very, it's going to be a funny first two for me, but but this all makes sense. So P3 for me is craps. P3 for me is the game craps, the casino game. game. Yep. Yep. Um, I, uh, I taught Lando Norris how to play craps on on his birthday. Uh, he had never what? played the game before. He's obviously a young man, only 24, which is absurd. Uh, so uh, we we decided to uh, you know go on an incredible run at the craps table. And and when the energy is high at the craps table, like he had a few of his boys there, uh, uh-huh. great yeah. people as well. When the energy at the craps table is flowing, it's like it, it's it's like nothing else. And and we everyone had hot hands. The, the 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 money was coming in we were having a wonderful time uh and so uh kudos to lando for for learning how to play craps and i tried to teach as best i could but we were all winning everyone was having a great time good for lando for getting out and celebrating his birthday 
but yeah, craps, the energy was electric. So I very much enjoyed that. Very much enjoyed craps so far this week. That uh, that sounds amazing. That's 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 very uh, exciting. I'm jealous, but I'll take a a very sharp turn the other way uh, for my P3. Uh-oh. Uh, my P3 is just going to go to uh, doing nothing. All right, third, third place to doing nothing. This past weekend was the first weekend in like two and a half months uh, that I wasn't on the road for stand up or for uh, my tour with Fox and Dos Equis. Um and it just was amazing. Uh, me and my family, my son and my wife, we put up the Christmas tree. We had a little Christmas show on. We didn't do anything on Friday night. Okay. Just hung out Saturday, literally didn't do anything. Just watched college football, hung out Sunday. Same thing. It was just glorious. Like we had no expectations, no plans, all just sitting there relaxing, not having to catch flights or pack or fucking run around an airport or anything. Love so it. P3 to occasionally it's just nice to do nothing i love that yeah i respect that Thank very you. nice yeah um p3 for me uh speaking of doing nothing uh, i've been sick the past few days and um so i've been doing a whole lot of nothing and sleeping um but one uh specific remedy that really kind of shot me in the arm and really helped me get back to feeling like i'm alive and not having an out-of-body experience was chicken noodle soup so shout out chicken oh. noodle soup for being invented and being sold in stores uh, nearby. So I had a bowl of that about like, I think it was yesterday, the day before, and that really cured me. So, you know, it's easy, easy on the throat, easy on the stomach. So it was delicious and got me to back to where I am, where I'm a little more uh, able to function. What, what were we I really also love chicken noodle soup, by the way. So that's a, that's yeah. a big, that's a big positive uh, in our it lives. Is. Yes. Was it a little flu? A little, a little uh, it, I don't know what it was. I had a fever at one point. We had chills. Uh, throat was messed up. Cough, congestion, kind of just you name it. Um, I think I, I think there's something going around just with, I don't know, just some, cause some of my friends got sick. My girlfriend was sick for like two weeks. I didn't get sick. And then that was, you know, probably a month ago. So apparently it could just be delayed from that. Who knows? So really literally happened to me and my son a couple weeks ago. I was... Yeah. I was on the road in Pittsburgh and uh, California. I was sick as a dog, man. Like cough, sore throat, just congestion everywhere, hacking up shit. And then now this week, all my son is like, you know, snots McGee, and we had to take him to the doctor. This, 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 this it's just that yeah, time. It time. is, yeah, and it's not quite flu because, like, it's not like you're right, super, no fevers. super down for the yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It's just kind of that weird. It's just that time of year. It's just getting cold, and people are, uh, I don't know, just spreading oh, yeah. all their germs. They're getting sharing, gnarly out there. Carrying, apparently, it is. As Connor well, just hangs out in the sunshine in Las Vegas, right. yeah, it does cool down. Yeah, it does cool down. It, it does look cold there at night, night though. I can but, see I myself mean, getting sick upon uh, getting yeah. home from this trip, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a little chilly, and our working hours are uh, very much like. Um, uh, like you're a DJ, like oh you yeah you know show up to the club at eleven, uh, actually do dinner at eleven. You know DJs go on in Vegas at like one a.m. the main acts, and then you're de- done at three. I mean I was literally walking back to my hotel last night at three thirty in the morning after we filmed our segment. So I, I, I it's this is very much a uh, a a an, an interesting schedule. Um, so and 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 oddly enough, 
my P2 sort of has to do with that. P2 for me is is uh, naps. P2 for me, naps. Uh, oh, I had about three naps yesterday, or two naps uh, yesterday. Familiar. I will have another nap today at some point. Love naps. Uh, love the fact that you can just basically make, I think any room in Las Vegas has the ability to just be fully, fully dark in the middle of the day. They have great curtains. Um, so fully, fully enjoy the fact that uh, I can just get into nap mode. In Vegas, I think I do naps better than anywhere else because I feel like I just I know that naps are going to help me successful help me be successful late into the evening. So, yeah, naps get my list get on my list for P two. Absolutely, who doesn't love a good one for sure? Uh, my P two kind of going off of your like weird hours out there in Vegas. What we've been talking about my P two goes to nine thirty a.m. football. Um, oh, right. oh yeah, <laughs> I just like, I, w. <laughs> right. Well, I you know. That happens game. week out there for the folks in Vegas and the West Coast. But for us, you know, here in Indianapolis, the Colts played the Pats in Germany and kickoff our time was 930 in the morning. So one of my best friends had a little Colts watch party invited. You know, there's probably like 12, 15 people there. We had some breakfast stuff. We're drinking already. You love a good morning beverage, right? You know, you don't feel yep, bad. Yep. Everyone's looking at you funny for cracking open a Miller Lite at 920 in the morning. Um, Football it's season. A great time. I, I I I I am of the opinion that we need to do that just in America. It doesn't have to be every week, but give me a nine thirty a.m. kickoff in Pittsburgh. Let's get up and fucking going, yeah. and and let's let's party in the morning. <laughs> love a good brunch. Love a good morning. You know, morning ceremony like that, especially if it's a Sunday morning. Absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I don't know if I I don't know if I love the Europe games because they're bad games. Like they're usually yeah. like hammer the under all the time. I mean, 16 points were scored in the Colts game. Colts did get that W love to see that. But my gosh, that was a difficult watch. Cause I was watching, I was having breakfast myself. I had a little mimosa watch the game, but uh, yeah, not a, not a great watch. <laughs> no, but that kind of makes it better. You know, you're just it, like, it, it fits. Like if there was a great shootout of a game, at 9.45 overseas, you'd be like, well, why isn't this just in prime time in America? You kind of need it to be an absolute shit show, you know? Just I agree. That's, I agree. That's, that's, that's just kind of how I was thinking about it. But two for me, 9.30 a.m. football. There you go. Ben. I like love it. it. Uh, well, speaking of early mornings or late nights, however you want to put it, my P2 goes to the text we got from Connor at 2 a.m., giving us a little update of how <laughs> he was doing. Uh, the other night uh, when he was celebrating Little Norris's birthday, I found that very entertaining. Um, yes. I was dying specifically that part portion of the evening, but you know, you I, was like, dying. I was literally dying. So um, <laughs> I was glad one of us was having a good time um, during that. So Connor, I don't know if you remember that text, but it was just nice. I love. do. Yeah, it was. Just I nice do. Love. I had my life. I, I was. I was fully engaged in trying to. Uh, obviously create content for us and yes. obviously get stories and, and figure out what's, you know, what's going on, who is, uh, who's doing what, uh, I, I, I did not get my phone out and did, I did not do a, um, you know, a speed street, street interview. That's okay. Uh, do that. I should have probably, um, but, uh, maybe going to try to interview some folks randomly, uh, you know, in the paddock, if I can, if I can remember to do that with my phone. So we'll see, stay tuned for F1 content. Who knows? Love it. Yep. No, that was good. I appreciated it. All right. Oh, well, P1. let's get to the top of the list here. 
uh, as I look at my notes, uh, I'm also trying to figure out who should we go with for the random Indy 500 driver of the week. Uh, but P1 on my list is unlimited money. P P1 on my list is unlimited money. Uh, unlimited money can build you a Formula One track in one of the most crazy cities in the world. And literally, I mean, it might make a ton of people mad. But if you have unlimited money, you can do whatever you want. And I have fully, fully believed yep. that now after after yep. seeing what has been constructed here, after seeing what is going on. Uh, I mean, it truly, like, if you see it, like, literally, look, like, it is, it's crazy to think that a motor race has, t- like, again, we've done Long Beach for forever. Long Beach is basically, that's so historic. That's an awesome, I mean, that's an amazing race. And they do a great job there. But it's, you know, it's not necessarily downtown it's you know it's on the beach and it's there and you know it it is i mean it is downtown long beach but it's it's not like the busiest of roads right this is like lost shutting down las vegas boulevard uh it's it's insane and building a giant you know four-story facility that's and and all these incredible i mean it's just i mean we saw it on, on on monday night football i don't know if you guys watched that or sunday night football um, you know, because it was a, the Raiders game, which shout out Raiders won me a great bet. Um, but they, they, they show the circuit and it just, it looks like a monstrosity and it is a monstrosity 3.8 miles of, of motorsport. You're going to see those cars doing 215 plus miles an hour of crazy stuff. So it's yeah. Unlimited money can just do anything. So I, it's pretty crazy to see. What I hear, I'd like to get my hands on some of that one day. Yeah. I'd like to figure out how to do research and maybe figure that out. I just wonder, like, what the the Rat Pack is thinking, like, rolling over in their graves. They would love it, I'm sure. Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra, D. Martin, Sammy Davis Jr., those guys. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Vegas folks, those guys. So, I, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of, of how they would take it in this this weekend and this week, which I'm sure they would do it in a big way. But, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. I love the money. That would be nice. That would be very nice. Um, my P1, a little bit different here, and it's not necessarily from the weekend because it just happened, but... Uh, my P1, surprisingly, is actually going to go to the Cleveland Browns organization um, because they, right. they, they just time and time again, uh, they're just the gift that keeps on giving year in and year out. Quite literally, the I George agree. Costanza, uh, the, 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 the life form organizational version of George Costanza, the Cleveland Browns, they invest $230 million guaranteed for a guy. Uh, who shall be named, but he just got injured. And you don't want to root for injuries. I'm not rooting for injuries. But the funniness here, the number one on the on the podium goes to the fact that they paid him like 90-plus million dollars to play in 12 games. Oh, and by the way, his season just ended. Oh, and by the way, they owe him like $68 million guaranteed next year. I mean, they just absolutely always find a way. No matter if they have the greatest hopes of hopes, they always, always find a way to come back down to being the Cleveland Browns. So a big P1 shout out to you, Brownies. You guys always <laughs> are the just, you keep it coming, the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, really, really big shout out to you for investing 230 guaranteed million dollars uh to a guy such as you did so uh shout out to you guys love that my girlfriend's a browns fan so <laughs> oh that's tough <laughs> i um yeah so kevin stefanski used to be the oc for the vikings when uh we had that huh? i think it was huh? the case keenum minneapolis miracle 
season. And so I have like a little bit of like beef with him because when it came to that last playoff game, I believe it was against the Eagles, if I remember right. That's when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl that year or they played the Niners. The next game they played super conservatively. And I think it was because he already knew he had the Browns job. So that was a little bit of like, you know, I wasn't yep. a huge fan of that. So um, <laughs> you hate to see it, but you really don't. So that's uh, my opinion on it. But uh, P1 for me, I have uh, Las Vegas social media content while we're on the whole thing. Just like, Ooh. I mean, F1 usually does this when they go to all these cities that I feel like the teams all kind of really embrace like all the themes and everything. And they go out and they do their marketing and stuff. But I mean, you got Gunther Steiner in one of those little studio things with like a glittery jacket and he and he's flinging you know oh yeah big ass like playing cards and everything and you got all the teams to go out taking photos and photoshopping the sign and stuff so there's that like like making it seem like it's a big deal when it, and it is but just like having everybody buy into it because they know I'm how doing. important that is, is pretty cool to watch so buy everyone it's fully bought in bro it's crazy yeah, yeah. Buying it, is key. it is crazy yeah Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, that's our weekend podium. Very good. I appreciate it as always. Uh, feel free to, you know, send us yours, whether it's set the Speed Street account or just our personal ones. Um, we enjoy doing yeah. this. I think it kind of uh, is a perfect capture. I don't know if anyone also, I want I, I to know if folks watched the Netflix Cup. There was a live Netflix sporting event. Uh, oh, the oh, drivers yeah. played with the, golf, the PGA golfers. Uh, I didn't get to watch it, obviously, because I'm in a hotel. I don't have my Netflix. I didn't fire up Netflix on my computer or anything like that. But uh, let us know the, how that looked. I think I, I obviously knew, like like I, like Lando and I talked about it on his birthday, and um, it, it seemed like a really cool idea. It seemed like there was a ton of people there. It seemed like the energy was high, uh, and it when seemed like play? there were some drivers, like uh, Alec, Alex Albon and Pierre Gasly, seemed like they made uh, you know us. You know, they made you. You know, everyone. Not everyone can be a golfer. It sounded like at times. So, yeah, uh, I just want to hear what people thought of it and and see what Netflix doing a live sporting event. What that what that looked like, um, because it it seemed cool. There was a ton of people there, and 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 um, you know, a pretty cool way to kind of kick off the week. So, I want to hear what people thought about that. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, podium in the books. Little wraparound in the books. Connor, do you have a random Indy five hundred driver for us? I do. Yeah. I so I went. Um, this was a. Obviously, there's been a lot going on here, so I didn't have a ton of time to uh, to develop a, a great idea, but I decided to go with something very unique. I went 1982. Since my dad was 1982, last in the Formula One uh, you know, race here in Las Vegas, we went with the 1982 Indy 500. What was going on with the 1982 Indy 500? Well, Gordon Johncock won that year, uh, and I went with a name that I, I do know of, and this might be a less, less random for some people, but maybe a name that I haven't heard in a while. Uh, we're going to go with the 13th place finisher in the 1982 Indy 500, Hector Rabake. Hector Rabake was a, uh, I believe, a very famous, very famous name at the time. One that I have not heard in a while, though. Um, was in Formula One. Uh, was born in uh, 1956. A Mexican racing driver, very popular, I'm sure, like uh, like Pato Award. Um, apparently he also ran his own Formula One team called Rabake in 78 and nine and, and 79. Oh. Um, but 58 Formula One World Championship Grand Prix, uh, debuted at the 1977, uh, Belgian Grand Prix. Uh, I, I don't see a ton about his Indy 500 career on the Wikipedia, but, uh, but 
there you go. 1982 Indy 500, uh, 13th place finisher. Also drove in the 1980, yeah, 1982 season for Forsyth Racing. Jerry Forsyth was one of my original investors. Um, but it looked like, was that was that his only Indy 500? I don't know. But uh, definitely a, he was injured a week later testing in Michigan. Um, and felt oval racing was too dangerous after that. So that's wild. That's crazy. Yeah, he won his final car race, which was the first one held at Road America. I don't know if you, I don't think you said that yeah. right. That's interesting. So Yeah, no, that's wild. That's cool. So Hector Rabake, we learned a little bit about uh, uh, Mexican Formula One star. Yeah. And just because it's on the theme of the week, uh, his last F1 race, according to Wikipedia, was the 1981 Caesars Palace Grand Prix in Las Vegas. So there you uh, go. Wow. Look yeah. at you with no prep, doing a random one, and you come through with that. Just a full time. crazy. Look at that. What a go. Way to go. What a go. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, there it is. Hector Rabake. Okay. Well, uh, uh, yeah, a fun one. Uh, no interview this week, but uh, a lot of chat, chit chat about the off season, what's going on in the world of motorsport, of course, because that's what we're here for. So glad to have you guys with us. Uh, we continue to uh, follow and subscribe to Connor's YouTube channel to be able to watch our show as well as listen to it. Um, you know, follow, subscribe. Uh, leave a rating and review so we can continue to climb up there in those motorsport podcasts and people continue to join the neighborhood here on Speed Street. Um, Connor will be out there being an influencer, taking all sorts of content and video and photo uh, from the Formula One weekend in Las Vegas. So be sure to tune into that. Um, and yeah, me and Ben will just be rooting for our slightly above average mediocre to slightly above average football teams this weekend so that's what's that's Yo. what's coming. so uh big weekend for us big weekend for cd and we appreciate you having having you guys here and uh until next time we'll talk to you on speed street the latest episode of next level with andrew curlin is available now on all major podcasting platforms make sure to follow the show to stay up to date on the next level conversations check out dirty mo media on youtube twitter facebook and instagram Dirty Mode.